Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Episode 115 of the School District Podcast. Man, this podcast started in December 4th of 2021. Today's episode is dropping on March 19th. I have been podcasting for over 10 years in just different levels at my school as a principal, and then also just as an author and a speaker. And I started this podcast and I didn't really know what I wanted it to be. And I started by only interviewing principals. And then I said, you know what? I got to I gotta broaden the scope a little bit in the conversation. So I kind of rebranded it to the school district. And I'm just having so much fun talking to people, connecting, having conversations, and hopefully just bringing all of you a lot of value in the conversations and ideas and the questions that I ask, ask and then the conversations and just the ideas that the guests bring uh, bring to you on the episodes. Hey, if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do that is to just check out one of my books. Go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere you buy books. Just type in Adam Welcome. Kids deserve it. Run like a pirate. Empower our girls. And my newest book, Teachers Deserve It. Uh, another awesome way to support me is if you're looking for some professional development at your school, your district, your educational service unit, your state principal conference, ed tech conference. I've done them all, uh, over 300 events in five years. Just hit me up directly, mradamwelcome.com or adamwelcome at gmail.com. Links are in the show notes. Today's guest, 2021 principal of the year for Illinois. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all you do. Keep your head up, keep smiling, keep charging forward. Thanks for listening. Dr. Jeff Prickett, welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, Adam. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Good oh, to my, see you. Dude, 100%. It's so nice to uh, have this podcast and talk to people. And it's like, I would say, extra nice to have uh, someone on the show that is actually a podcaster themselves. There's like this big old thing I always go through with people. Um, you know, some people have never been on a podcast and most people don't have their own podcast. Um, right, right. Everyone, everyone listening right now, go to Twitter, make sure to connect with Jeff at JD Prickett, P-R-I-C-K-E, and then two T's at the end. Also put it uh, in the show notes, 2021, Illinois, High school principal of the year, yeah. wow. dude, right? I wow. mean, uh, <laughs> author, podcaster. Um, hey, man, for everybody that doesn't know you, give us the, uh, give us the background, um, what you do, where you came from, and what's on your mind next. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate that, that intro. I'll give you the 10-second tour. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm a high school principal. And uh, this is my 20th year in administration. I've, I've been I've been blessed to be able to be, you know, principal at all three levels, elementary, middle and high school. And uh, I still have a hard time believing that I'm a high school principal. You know, like I hated high school when I was a kid, had a, the worst time ever. So people who know who know me from back then are like, why are you a high school principal of all people? <laughs> you know, but I but I but the, the book, you know, my book that I wrote becoming principal, I, I mean, I go into that a little bit like here. Here's why I'm here for a reason. You know, I'm here to talk with this age kid about life you know about 
like it's okay to not know where you're where you where you're going to be like everyone thinks that by the time they're a senior they've got to have a plan and they see kids posting on social media about hey i committed to carthage or i committed to you know wherever and like you don't that doesn't have to be you and that's okay you know so i mean that's that's the reason why i'm here talking with these with these kids you know so um yeah the 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 high school of the year honor during covid right during the height of the pandemic like how does that even happen <laughs> you know when i'm feeling like you know I, I i'm never doing enough i'm feeling like i could be doing more i'm feeling like my staff is floundering and lost and they and i'm not doing a good job of of um of connecting them and connecting with them and and here comes this award like you know um, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I, I guess, I guess it just goes to show you, like, we don't get into this field for, for the accolades and awards, but it, I mean, it just, you know, it's good when, when people recognize your work. Right. So, Oh dude, it feels, it feels so good. And I didn't know we had the commonality, dude. I hated high school. Also, it was no. just, I love the sport aspect of it, but just like the, the social and, and the classes, I just did not connect. I almost didn't graduate, Jeff. I didn't know until the Tuesday of graduation that I was going to actually walk. And the crazy thing was my dad was on the school board. So uh -huh. my dad was there, you know, wow. handing the diplomas out. And my dad actually handed me my diploma. Um, and uh, it's, it's a bigger conversation, though, about, about school and what we, should, what we should be doing in school. And I think what what should be expected. And then to your point, you know, the, the outcomes. Um, so, Hey, you're a podcaster, the principal lad podcast. I've been a guest on, on that show. How did that come about? Um, you know, I've been podcasting for like 10 years and I'm always interested to see how people kind of started their, their podcasting journey. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a COVID project, a pandemic project with, um, you know, my co-host, as you know, Adam DeWitt and I, uh, he's a principal up in Northern Wisconsin. And uh, we, we had talked about the possibility of writing a book together for, for a long time. I've known Adam for 25 years, um, as long as I've been in education. And so um, that never panned out. And so we, we said, well, what we can do together, you know, this long distance thing is uh, we can start a podcast together, you know, and so, I mean, that's how the Principal Leadership Lab was born, and his daughter created the, the artwork for us, and, and uh, we just, you know, just had some, some more time to kind of create and think about, like, what do we want out of this, you know, and it was really to, to, to talk with those educators whom we've never met before, except through our networks online, right, and to really just kind of amplify uh, the voices of leadership and talk about the issues that people are facing and, and maybe get into a little bit about, you know, the whole leadership lab part is like, let's get messy a little bit. Let's talk about challenges that people have had. Let's talk about how you overcome them in hopes that, you know, it'll help somebody, you know? And so it's been a great journey. We're still at it. It's almost two years and um, season number two. And when we've still got great guests coming up and I'm excited about it, you know? So I'm, I'm curious. I have my own like podcast hosts, not stressors, but things that I'm, I think about and worry about what, what do you and Adam think about, or like, Oh gosh, like, does anything come up with the podcast that you kind of like makes you antsy or that you not stress about, but just kind of like, Oh God, we got to get this done. 
Yeah, yeah. I think it's just, I think for us, it was like, do, do, I always wonder, I always worry about like what questions, like, like the conversation that we're going to have with people, you know? And so it's always, we always keep it organic. We only have like two questions that we ask everybody. The rest of it flows from conversation. So my biggest worry is like during the, during the actual recording, when, you know, both of us are kind of playing off each other and I never want there to be a lull. I never want there to be a silence, you know, I, and I always worry about that. And it never happens. It just never happens. It's always good. It always works out. We always, you know, have good conversation and, and there's never, uh, never, I hope anyway, I hope our, our <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, Hey, that was a good time, you know? So that's what, yeah. that's what I worry about though. Yeah. There's never, you know, you get principles together. There's never like a shortage no. of conversation <laughs> yeah. and things to talk about. Uh, Jeff, what are you most excited about right now? Yeah. You know, I'm excited about um, being, being proactive. <laughs> and I, I say that because I feel like, especially this year, and you've heard it, I'm sure Adam, that people have talked about like last year was hard, but this year, this school year, the 21-22 school year has been even more difficult for people. And I feel like we spent the whole first semester being very reactive for as much planning as we put into it. We knew kids would come back and not quite sure how they'd come back, but we, we, it, we found out pretty quickly, right? And at least at the high school level. And I, I know that all over the country, all over the world, at every level of education, there's just this anxiety and trauma filled and, and the need for more SEL all the time. It's caused us to really think like we need this all the time, not just because of the pandemic, but we've always needed this. So I'm really hopeful for and excited about, what was your question, excited about um, this semester and doing some proactive things like like never like not not going back to where we used to be because I don't want to be there you know I want to really push the envelope and say what did we learn and what are we thinking about and how can we do school differently for kids you know like like just a quick example I'm at the high school level we have we run a straight eight period day but we are also a blended model school so kids aren't necessarily in class and in their physical seats all the time um, but we make them stay here on campus and my question is like why why do we do that you know why why aren't we getting them ready for life after high school that's our goal you know, if they have a blended class and a study hall back to back seventh and eighth period, for example, let them go, let them go do their work somewhere else, you know, but we're stuck in this like mindset of that's not what high school is. That's not what high school looks like. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. If we don't, if we don't look forward and change, we're going to end up like Blockbuster or Toys R Us. Uh -huh. Um, you know, and how many companies that just didn't innovate. And, you know, the sad thing is, the great thing is our schools can't go out of business. But to this point, they can potentially, hopefully not become irrelevant for our students if we're not getting them ready. And to me, it's all, it's all choices. You know, you're talking about SEL and a thousand percent, say it louder for everybody, but schools and districts need to make choices because we can't do everything and you've yeah. seen that image yeah. of like the american teacher with like 1700 things on their back and they're worried yeah. about school safety yeah. and matt and all these things and it's like you know we, we just can't um, jeff what advice do you have or would you give to educators that are wanting to get into administration and or if you don't have any 
educators that are wanting to get into administration, what would you say to them? So hopefully they want to become administrators. Yeah, yeah. I think that's such a good question, especially now in the last couple of years, because people look at it and say, oh, I, I, I don't want, I said it myself, like, ooh, I wouldn't want to be a board member or a superintendent right now, right? But, but that's, the, that's the mentality that will not draw people to the profession, you know? This is still such a great profession, and there's still such a need for, for awesome status quo pushing adults, you know, that are going to you know, just do great things. You know, it doesn't have to be something magnanimous. It can be a small thing that starts out small and gets larger, you know, but we need people. We need you to join. We need you to join the ranks and go into administration. And if you're thinking about it, I always tell people like, if it's on your heart and it's on your mind, and you're thinking about it, you've got to look at it and at least explore it. Otherwise you'll never know, right? You, you might have a regret. Like you, you don't want to end up with any what ifs, like what if I had, you know, so I would just my advice is just if you're thinking about it, talk to somebody, call somebody, call me, give me a shout, I'll give you my phone number, like, let's talk about it. I'd love for you to just explore what that looks like for you, you know, because we need you at JD Prickett, send him a DM hey. on Twitter, yeah. he'll connect. And I would just add to that too. something that I did when I was a teacher, when I was trying to think about administration was I just set up some shadowing with assistant principals in my district, elementary, middle school, mm -hmm. high school. And I spent two days, you know, not the same back to back and just went to shadow and just see what they did. And I was like, Oh, I kind of like this. I think I might be able to like it too. Um, on the other flip, Jeff, what are you um, your team and your district doing about teacher retention right now? Um, I mean, you know, in the last question, we talked about, gosh, you know, just, I wouldn't want to be that, or I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, how do we keep the people that we have? Forget recruiting. How do yeah. we keep the, how do we keep the people that we have? Yeah, just retention. Like everybody is, everybody is uh, burned out and you hear about people being, you know, the phrase, you know, October, uh, February tired in October or spring break tired and it's only September or whatever. That's so key, Adam. I mean, that's how, how do you do that? So we make sure that, for example, I'll give you an example of what we're doing right now. It's February. So we're doing this, you know, fun Fridays in February and doing like a latte cart tomorrow actually uh last friday we did um oh i forget what it was but something something fun you like breakfast or then in a couple of weeks it's going to be lunch and just some some things to like keep the keep the motivation up but um you know obviously there are things like masking ordinances and illinois is unique maybe or not <laughs> i mean every state has its protocols but um we're, we were mask mandatory all year and we just this week went mask optional and so it's caused a lot of stress amongst people you know people especially people who have uh, underlying health issues or somebody at home and all of a sudden half or more of your student population is without masks so you know how do you keep people saying how do you keep people from being stressed and so it's just checking in with them you know just really and that's that, that i say that even though that's honestly hard for me to do because i'm i'm just i'm in a large high school i'm i struggle with figuring out how i'm going to touch not physically, but like reach every single one of my staff members, you know, and find out what they need. So you can send out things like surveys and just check in with people like, how are you doing? Be honest with me. If you need something, let me know. Tell me, 
you know, and if I can do it for you, I will do it. But just those check-ins, even if it's not face-to-face, -face, although try to do that as much as possible, but those check-ins with like surveys to see like, do, and, and then follow up. If somebody says like, I'm really struggling right now, you know, I just need a break go to them and give them a break, you know, really do it. Yeah, no, I think that's, I'm, th I'm listening to you. And in my head, I'm summarizing, don't overthink it. I mean, yes, there are things you can do with bonuses. You can't control that. Let the negotiation right. team and everything else. Yes, you can do coffee carts and stuff. And those are great for culture and, you know, retention and everything sure. else. But just, you know, support your people. And that could be virtually, it could be digitally. And also could just be like, hey, I'm going to cover your class for 15 minutes. You go, go for a walk, go breathe, go to the teacher Zen room. If you don't have a teacher Zen room, build a little place or have a space, um, yeah. you know, where the lights are low and they can just kind of hang out. Um, I think I think those are really, really great ideas. So Jeff, you said it, you're in a big high school. How do you organize and then implement, implement a new idea? Um, and mm -hmm. I asked that question because, you know, for years, my own job as a principal and then working at central office, so often I just saw like people go, here principals, go do it. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't work. No. Um, so if it's your idea or something that's coming down, um, you know, from central office and they're like, okay, here, Jeff, you have to implement this. How do you, how do you work through that, you know, with you and your, your leadership team and your department chairs kind of talk through maybe the process. I think that would really help people, um, in their own work that they do. Yeah, that's a great question. I think you, you hit a really important piece on the head. And a lot of times people don't have control over, initiatives that come down from the district office you know i happen to be part of the um, district office team as well as the building team so i have you know some control or at least some say over initiatives that we are implementing a lot of people don't though it's like here's this initiative take it and run with it and make it your own and that's hard right because it's not my own first of all <laughs> so it's really hard to implement that so I think it's asking if you're in that situation it's asking a lot of questions it's going back to the originator of the idea let's say it's your assistant superintendent for example or your superintendent or if you're a teacher maybe it's your principal it's asking lots of questions to so you can understand the why if you understand the why you even though it, it you even though you, it's not your own idea. You can kind of make it your own and then put your people together and bring up the idea and say to them, here's my spin on it. Now, what am I missing? You know, always ask. I think I've, I've learned that from John Maxwell a long time ago. Like, what am I be humble enough to say, what am I missing? You know, and have your team give you lots of input on around this idea. Like what I'm, I'm a, like Adam, I'm a big vision person. I'm not great at the details, you know, so I need people to, for the details because I'm going to miss something. And I tell people that that's just me. That's why I surround myself with people who can give me the details and play devil's advocate and push back on you. I'm not going to be offended. I need that because I don't want to look like a fool when we roll this idea out. <laughs> so. You got to have you got to have a team and you got to have a diverse team that thinks differently, that looks differently, that has different experiences. I was watching a shark tank. I love watching not yeah. the full episodes, but like the little clips on YouTube. I spent a lot of time in airports and like three years ago, I was watching a clip and there was these three guys and they had like this dating app and you know, the sharks are listening and the sharks are like, um, is it just the three of you? And they're like, yeah. And, and one of the sharks was like, you need 
a female on your team because mm -hmm. you need that different perspective. And that's a super simple kind of example. Um, but I also think too, yeah. I think that people have more control of what they're in charge of than they think. So you're at the site or you're a teacher or you're a department chair and you know central office is like, here, do this. I believe in my experience and so many thousands of conversations that I've had with, with leaders is that, yeah, and you can do it how you can do it. I mean, I think, I think, I think not as often as people think you have to do it the right, the same way as the assistant superintendent. Right. There, there, there's wiggle room in there. And if you don't think there is, ask them and say, you know what? If you give me a little wiggle room, I think it's going to be more successful. Are you cool with that? I would say most often they're going to say, yeah, thank you for asking. Thanks for supporting um, the idea. I uh, think so. For sure. Yeah. Jeff, who was the first person to really believe in you and your potential as a school leader? Ooh. You know, I, I used to have a hard time asking that question or answering that question, you know, but it was the it was the very first principle that I worked under as an administrator, I would think. It, it, there, there are probably a few more people that I could name, you know, um, like Adam DeWitt, for example, my good friend, my, my, he, was a, he was a colleague of mine, a teaching colleague of mine when we first started. But when I went into administration, I, I was a dean one year and an administrator, an AP the second year, assistant principal the second year. And then my principal was going to leave the building. He said he was taking a job at a big high school and he was going to leave. And he called me into his office and he sat me down and he told me this news and he said, and you're leaving too. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I'm leaving too. You know, he's like, you're either going to do one of two things. You're going to leave the district and go apply for your first principal position, or you're going to apply here to take my spot. And I'm like, whoa, what, what? Because I, I certainly thought that I'm only two years. This is my second year as administrator, assistant. And I don't know what I'm doing. There's so much I don't know. And he's like, Jeff, you're ready. And if you don't do it, I'm going to come back and force you out. <laughs> he might've used some harsher language than that, but he, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> his message to me was like, I believe in you. You don't see it right now, but you're going to have to take a leap of faith and trust me, you need to move on. So I did. And I, I, the very next year, I got my first principal role and I spent 10 years there. Yeah, I love that. People believing in people and people that are listening, make sure that you're believing in other people as well, too. So I want to talk about your book, Becoming Principal. It is not just a book on leadership. It's not no. just a book for principals or those wanting to become principals. It's a book about a journey to becoming the leader that you were meant to be. Um, and that's part of the little, uh, little blurb on, um, on Amazon uh, that I wanted to read. Becoming Principal, it's a leadership journey and the story of school community. Jeff, talk about the book. How did it come to be? Um, how was the writing process for you? I'm going to link the book in the show notes to the, 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 the direct Amazon link. But yeah, tell us about it. Tell us how it came to be. How was the writing process for you? Yeah, great question. I mean, I don't think that book would have come to be unless that push from that principal hadn't happened. Like unless he hadn't pushed me to start applying and, and interviewing in places, I would have never gotten that elementary job. 
that would have never happened. That first paragraph in the book would have never been written. I talk about sitting in that interview room and telling those people, like, I don't know what the first thing about being an elementary principal. And for some reason, they still hired me, right? You never know what people are looking for. But that that leadership journey, you're right. It's not it's not a um, it's not a book on how to be a leader. You're not going to find step by step instructions there. It's written very narratively. Um, it's my journey. It's, I don't know if you want to call it a memoir, but it's like me looking back on, you know, like, how did I become (laughs) a philosophical question? How did I become principal? You know, and every thought that I had when I thought about that went back to those years as elementary principal, my first principal job. And I realized it was those kids. It was those teachers. It was that school community that made me it helped me to become principal, showed me what it was like to be a principal. And I had to write about it. I had to write. So that book is all about that. It's all about that. So that was only my first 10 years. And I'm hoping there's another book somewhere in there because that was the first 10 and I'm in year 20 of administration. So 25 total. But the writing process, Adam, I mean, I tried the, the thing where, you know, you'd say, okay, I'm going to write 30 minutes a day and taking, taking a page out of any book on habits that you want to read. It didn't work for me. <laughs> you know, what did work for me is setting a goal of like, let's just say 8,000 words a month. Like I have to write 8,000 words a month. Then I didn't feel so bad if I didn't hit 30 minutes a day because I knew I still had time and I could reach my goal at the end of the month. And I did, it was so much easier for me to just do that. The writing process, once I sat down to write and I didn't have that pressure of needing to like start a clock and write for 30 minutes a day, the pressure was off and I could just write and it flowed. And it was just like, just so natural. Plus I was writing from the heart. Like this was, this was emotional for me. This was a cathartic journey about my time there, like really making sure that I paid homage to, to those kids there, you know, those teachers. So I don't know. That's me rambling about that, but. No, I love it. And I love, you know, take somebody else's idea and their process and use that as an example to create your own framework because 30 minutes a day didn't work, but some kind of system. Cause if you, I think if you go in blind with no system, you got to build your own and that's going to take longer. Um, you know, I've always the same. I like to write in the morning. That was my process. Um, you, you got to work. Uh, you got to do what works for you. Um, Jeff, part of this podcast is just amplifying the voices of my guests. I'm just going to pass the microphone over to you to close us out. What would you like to say? to all the people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, thanks, Adam. I mean, I, I love so much about our our quick conversation here today. You know, um, uh, I, I really want people to to know that like this is still the best job in the whole world. Like educating kids and getting them ready for. There's so much more than just like the classroom teaching part of it. You know, that this is we're teaching kids about life. You know, we're teaching kids about um, the importance of building relationships. We're teaching kids about, you know, just the importance of being open and vulnerable and being free. And that's so hard at, you know, at any level, but especially like middle and high school level where kids are so self-conscious and you can contribute to that. Any one of your listeners can contribute to that by jumping in and just doing it. 
I think you said yourself, Adam, like, just, just do it. Not to take a book from a page from Nike, but like, just, just open the door. Right. Didn't you say that once? Like, just open the door. I've always remembered that, you know, just, I always think about that. Just open the door. You, who knows what'll happen, but that's the point. Don't be afraid of that. Be afraid of what happens if you don't open the door. You know, you'll never know unless you do it. So if you got something on your mind, whether it's writing a book, whether it's jumping into administration, whether it's jumping into some role that you're just afraid of, like trying to innovate, just just do it. You got to start. You'll never know. Right. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Start right now. Dr. Jeff Prickett at JD Prickett, two T's linked in the show notes, becoming principal. Get it on Amazon, basically wherever you pick up books. It's linked on Amazon as well. Jeff, it's my pleasure to know you, having been on your podcast, talking with you on mine. The next time I'm in the Chicago area, we're going to connect in person. Hopefully not when it's like the coldest day of the year and when it's a little bit bit warmer in Chicago. Everybody listening, thanks for all that you do. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day. (laughs) 